Need to pray for Raymond Thompson, a co-worker of of, of, of Chris Edwards. He he had uh, back surgery today. Pray for him. And uh, I would like you to pray for my father. He's going in for surgery here soon, and uh, it's a it's a surgery that for his age. He was eighty three yesterday, uh, or Saturday he was eighty three, and so it's going to be a. a very uh a very uh serious operation for someone at his age so pray for him as he prepares for that and let's pray for all requests all the uh the folks that are bereaved the folks that are that are sick uh and also uh let's pray for the specific requests the unspoken requests and uh uh let's let's remember each other in prayer everybody has something going on and uh, also let's pray for those that are traveling for vacation uh, that they have safe trips and a good time on their vacation so let's go Lord in prayer Lord we thank you for the day we thank you for what we've accomplished today we pray that you bless as we uh, as we uh, look in your word today for a few minutes and Lord I pray that you would uh, bless the request we've mentioned and the folks that are going to go on surgeries and and uh, the folks that are sick, folks that are struggling. And uh, we thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if, if, uh, if you w- were not at uh, Faith Independent Baptist Church yesterday, uh, you missed a... a uh, tremendous time with Jimmy DeYoung Jr. and uh, and uh, Prophecy. Of course, uh, Dr. Jimmy DeYoung Sr. passed away uh, th- coming this August. And uh, Jimmy DeYoung Jr., who was with us yesterday, we actually went to the same elementary school. And so, full circle. And uh, he was able to be with us yesterday, um, and what a blessing! What a blessing uh, he was, and uh, sharing, uh, sharing uh, prophecy. We it was very good. The, the 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 question and answer time was great after we ate because uh, we asked him how how do you witness to a Jew? And boy, it was a different it was a different uh, angle. That he uses, of course, he lived in Jerusalem before his dad went to Jerusalem, and then we asked him. Uh, we asked him about. Uh, asked him to go through the, the the chapter Matthew chapter twenty four, which many Christians get wrong, and what it's actually talking about. And so we got that outline. It was great, great time, and may I say this on the way to the airport, and then a call from him today. Um, you just don't know how overjoyed he was to be with our people and folks. You made him feel so welcome, and and he was just going on and on about uh, the atmosphere of the church. Of course, we know what it is, but 
and we take it for granted a lot of times. But uh, he said, "Man, everybody, everybody was doing something." He said, "The food, the food was great, and just the fellowship." And so it was a great day, and uh, I'm glad I was there. And when I began to think about what he said today in the podcast, I thought to myself about the verse. I've mentioned this to you before, but Joshua and his army, and uh, God says, I want you to lead the army, and and God whittles it down to 300, and uh, they get ready to fight the battle and they're ready these are these are these are men ready for war and they're ready to fight the Midianites and 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 in verse 21 of Judges chapter 7 it says this after God had given them a a a, a trumpet everyone a trumpet and a pitcher and lamps um, and they cried the sword of the Lord and Gideon verse 21 says this and I really want you to concentrate on this. It says, And they stood every man in his place, round about the camp, and all the host ran and cried and fled. The, 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 it says, in the verse 21, it says, And they stood every man in his place. That day, that battle, that time, God had a place for every one of those men to be. And they knew that, and they stood there, and they watched as God defeated the enemy in short order. And as I think of that, that that verse, I think about that, and I think about there's so many things, so many principles there, but the one principle that that I believe that that, that for, for you and I is, that they were in their place. Now, I'm I'm beyond worrying about feelings and making people mad when I say things. And so I'm saying, if you weren't in your place yesterday on Sunday morning at Faith Independent Baptist Church, you missed out. You missed out. And that that causes me to encourage you as a as a child of God to understand there are certain places that God wants me. And I need to find out where those are. And I need to be there. If those men hadn't stood in that place, that particular time, that day, I believe if one man was out of place, God could have not worked the way he wanted to. And I believe that that our churches, our families, our individual lives are powerless, powerless uh, for the glory of God if we are out of place. You ladies, you walk through your house. You want to make sure everything's in place. Fellas, there's certain things. There's certain drawers you have or certain your workshop or certain things in your car. You Certain things on your certain chair in the house. that you have that They have a place. Uh, why can't we get serious about being in our place? The place where God wants us. Because I believe that's the reason... One reason that we're powerless, because we're not in the place we should be. As you said, preacher, what what are you trying? To, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm telling you, God said every man stood in his place, and God worked. I'm telling you, I'm encouraging you, and I'm encouraging me. Let's find the place that God wants us. Ask 
yourself. Am I in the place spiritually where God wants me? Am I in the place relationship-wise where God wants me? Am I in the place employment-wise where God wants me? Am I in the church where God wants me? Am I in the Word of God where God wants me? I don't need to continue with that list. You can take it from there. Every man stood in his place. Let me challenge you to be in the place where God wants you. And as the Bible says in another place, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I believe we've tried it. There are so many people, there's so many preachers, there's so many folks serving in the churches. We think it's, it's, it's us that makes a difference, but it's not. It's that we must be in the place where God can do a great victory. Amen? Well, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior, I want to share something with you that can revolutionize your life. There's three things I want to share with you. Number one, you're a sinner. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore is by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin? And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. We're all sinners. You can't, you can't get away from that. Everybody's a sinner. Number two, the Bible teaches we're all condemned. Revelation 20, verse 14, And death and hell were cast in the lake of fire. This is the second death. If there's a second, there, there has to be a first. The first is physical, the second is eternal. Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is death. So number one, I'm a sinner. Number two, I'm condemned. But number three, Romans 5.8, but God commendeth his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again the third day. Romans 6.23, the second part of that verse says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, I'm a sinner. I'm, I'm condemned. But Jesus Christ died on the cross. He was buried. He rose again the third day. Now, if I believe, accept and believe those things, what God says in his word, I'm ready to go on to the next step. And that is not only to believe, but to call on his name. Romans 10, 9, and 10, and 13 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus... And shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The Bible says in verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Would you call on his name, believing? If you would, bow your head. And and you don't have to repeat this prayer, but here's a guideline prayer. And you pray in your heart to God what you want to say to him. Something like this, Dear Lord, I know I'm a sinner. And because of that sin, I'm condemned to hell. But you died on the cross. You were buried. You rose again the third day. I believe. Come into my heart and save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, believing, if you called on the Lord, welcome to God's family. Get with us so we can help you.